This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops. Now back to The Drive with Aaron Davis and Chris Raff on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, we're back again. It's the drive with AD and Raft. It's Monday. It's a Husker Victory Monday. Got some texts in over the break from Richie Rich and Texas Jeremy. Uh, Whipple took a lot of heat on Twitter during the game. What did you think of how he uh, laid into Casey and then benched him? Obviously, the party fumble wasn't part of the plan, but I liked that he was holding Casey accountable. Yeah, I liked I, it. I did too. I, you know, I liked it. They're holding players accountable, but, and in the past years, there were some times where I was like, Hey, get him out of there. Let him, you know, just let him watch for a little bit. Let mm-hmm. the game slow down, bring him back, let him see what he missed, whatever, then bring him back in. But it always seemed like we'd just leave that player in there and it would just continue to, you know, spin their wheels and right. nothing, nothing positive came from it. I liked the fact that if something wasn't going right, they replaced the player, mm. and then, but it wasn't saying, "Hey, you're done for the game." Mm-hmm. You could, you know, we're going to put you back in, you know. And I, I think that that's good. And plus, it's it's great for some of the younger players too to to get their feet wet and give them an opportunity to play. You know what? Think about Casey. Casey is an athlete. He's 24 years old. He's a grown man. You know, he's used to being coached hard. You know, for fact, no, no one coached him as much as what his dad did, Charles Thompson. You know, we're hanging out with Charles, hang out with Charles quite a bit before the games on game day. He was about our tailgate at Tipsy's as well. Casey's not immune to being coached hard. In fact, he preferred that. You know, I prefer somebody to oh, say, yeah. pull me to the side, let me know, tear into me, let's go. You know, and obviously him and Whipple have a great enough relationship and they know each other well enough that we, and he trusts each other well enough to know that he can do that. So, you know, Richie, Richie, he definitely tore into him, let him know. Uh, and that's what you need. You know, Texas Jeremy um, – uh, defensively allowed 14 points. You mentioned that earlier. Um, what I noticed about both uh, the butt chewing with Turner, Mickey, and Casey Whipple's both he players. talked about the players. Stayed engaged. And didn't walk off while getting ripped. That's encouraging. Yep, Absolutely. Exactly. That's what I thought, too. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Yep. You know, uh, kind of go, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go through some more of these texts here in a bit, but I want to get to a point, too, to where this is something that I found and I thought was pretty powerful when it talks about, you know, winning. You know, I'm always looking at different little quotes and stories and things like that to possibly share. But this was cool. It says winning isn't normal. And this is not going overboard or anything like that uh, because it's a win. But it's a big win. It's the first win in 364 days that Nebraska had over an FBS opponent. Jeez. And that was that was Northwestern. Mm-hmm. Last year, 364 days since those kids last beat an FBS uh, team. And uh, easily could have led the doubt monsters creep in their head and the whispers get louder like, oh, man, here we go again. But that's why winning isn't normal. It says winning isn't normal. 
That doesn't mean there is anything wrong with winning. It just isn't normal. It's highly unusual. Every competition has only one winner. No matter how many people enter, only one person or team wins the championship. Winning is unusual. As such, it requires unusual action. In order to win, you must do extraordinary things. You cannot just be one of the crowd. The crowd doesn't win. You have to be willing to stand out and act differently. Your actions need to reflect in unusual values and priorities. You have to have value success more than others do. You have to want it more. Wanting it more is a decision you make and act upon, not some inherent quality or burning inner drive or inspiration. You have to make that value a priority. You cannot train like everyone else. You have to train more and train better. You cannot talk like everyone else. You gotta, cannot think like everyone else. You cannot be willing to join the crowd to do what's expected, to act in a socially acceptable manner, to do what's in. You need to be willing to stand out in the crowd and consistently take exceptional action if you want to win. You need to accept the risk and perhaps the loneliness because winning isn't normal. Requires the part that hits me the most about that whole thing requires unusual action. When you want to win, you got to do unusual things, man. And you have to do the small things better than anybody else, especially when you've been a team prone to mistakes like us. You got to erase those small. Because think about this, y'all. Because here's the reality: yes, we won, but we still had 12 penalties for 111 yards. Yeah. You cannot do that against a better team for sure because they'll kill you for that. In fact, with all those penalties, 111 yards, they're going to make you pay for that. Okay? They're going to make you pay. And in fact, you think about this. Going to the fourth quarter, it was 21-21. They were costing us. Those penalties were hurting us in the most inopportune times. So they're going to have to clean that up big time. Okay? That was one thing. That's why Mickey was so upset because we can't keep making mistakes like that. Winning's unusual. Those habits are unusual. Unfortunately, penalties have been a very usual thing for us. We have to change those stripes. Thoughts, fellas? I say bring back the push-ups, bring back the stairs. You know, you make mistakes during the games. You know, practice next practice, hit the push-ups, hit the stairs. You know, that's – it's. I mean, it's an old way of doing things, but I'll tell you what, it, it works. You know, players don't want to do push-ups. Players don't want to run the stairs. Well, I'll so. tell you what. Stairs and push-ups are nice, but you know what's not nice? We're going to replace you mm-hmm. with someone who's yep. not going to make those mistakes. So yeah, the push-ups and stairs are great, Raph. I totally agree with you. Yep. But the other, the, other defa- the other factor in the side thing is, okay, you don't want to follow directions. You can't get it right. Next man up. Yep. Next man up. That's you true. can't keep having someone in the game, regardless of how like, talented they are. If they're a liability, their talent doesn't mean much if they're going to penal- get you caught with penalties. Mm. You know, exactly. it's, it's instead of first and 10, it's first and 20, or instead of third and three becomes third and eight or third and 20. Those are the type of things the great teams don't do. Now, I will say this. Alabama, a few weeks ago, that game against Texas, that was very uh, 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 unlike Nick Saban teams. That was the first, mostly had been penalized since 2007. Now, notice what I said, 2007. It took 14 years from the show a sloppy appearance like that again. For us, unfortunately, we tend to, we've, in the past, we tend to show that a part of our behavior. And that's why I said, even, okay, even with seven games left on our schedule, Habits aren't changed in eight weeks. Mm-hmm. So I, it make, that's why we still, we're still seeing plays like that because those are things, those habits don't die easily. If you've been doing a certain thing for four years or even four months, it's not going to change. And, it's, you know, we look at the Oklahoma game, five days. You know, this game right here. Now, we had the bye week, which is good. It was Nebraska versus Nebraska because they coined it down there. That's great, too. But we all know those bad habits don't die easily, and we've still seen remnants of that on Saturday evening. When we win the Big Ten West, the team's going to come back to this day and say, you were wrong. Things can change in eight weeks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, those things can change. What I'm simply saying is they don't change easily. 
You know, that's just, they don't change easily. Uh, a. a. Ron says, the last time we saw coaches keeping players accountable on the sideline, we were winning 92 games a season. Imagine that. I'm totally with you, brother. You know, some other things I want to get to, Raph. Um, there are plays that, that I just thought were – one of the things that really blows me away with this defense is this. Again, they missed some guys, et cetera. Um, but five yards on three Indiana possessions in the fourth quarter. Five yards on three possessions. I, I just thought that was, I thought that was impressive, Nick, for them to be able to yeah. uh, to step in like that and to simplify things. And I'm gonna tell you what else. And I call it the ear philosophy. The ear philosophy. I've seen a lot of ear. What I mean by ear? They had effort. I seen effort that I hadn't seen in a long time, man. I mean, a lot of effort that I hadn't seen. Perfect. Bring that back to two weeks ago when we see Oklahoma's quarterback jogging on a crisp jog, leisurely yeah. jog down the sideline for 60-plus yards. You've seen guys turn their backs. You've seen guys quit. You've seen guys just kind of be, you know, just kind of casual out there. What do you think about the effort? Well, I, I thought the effort was much better. I, I talked to Jay about this um, on the one when we had him on the phone just over 30 minutes ago or so. You had four guys that had five tackles, mm-hmm. You and that was your team high. You had – Multiple guys that had four tackles. You had five guys that had three tackles. You had it, it was a, a balanced performance across the board. Mm-hmm. And and Jay says that the first thing that he that that tells him is that there's effort from everybody. That's right. that they're all flying to the ball. Yep. And we kind of saw that. And and I I said this on the post game show on Saturday night. I said something along the lines of, excuse me, where when Bill Bush and Mickey Joseph take over, we might not see the changes immediately in these next couple weeks. Mm-hmm. But there's no doubt in my mind, and I know your guys' mind, that things are changing behind the scene. Mm-hmm. And um, we, we, I, th- I was shocked to see how different it looked, the defense specifically looked, and also on o- offensive side of the ball, to come out, do what you said you want, needed to do to win the game. You did it, and look how, how, the, how the game ended up. You won it. You won it. Absolutely. So it was, it was encouraging to see. Ralph, effort. What do you think about the effort? I thought it was great. I mean, I defense defense was flying around. Um, I love the offense. I like you know we got a, we got we got two really good backs. I mean, um, Grant, you know he's been great all year long, but it looks like Irvin. You know, it looks like he's bounced back. You know, he's he run he runs angry. I forgot who texted somebody texted me that during the game, but mm-hmm. they're like he runs angry, mm-hmm. you know. So I and Yank got some touches. Yeah, yeah. You set up you set up set up with the run, and then all of a sudden over the top. And look at the game that that um, Trey Palmer had. I mean, he had a he had a huge game. So I, I, it's I, I think looking at the running back room, it's we forgot that Gabe Irvin won the job last year as a freshman. Mm-hmm. That's a great point. But that just tells you how talented our running back room is this year. Yeah. Is that when he's the number three guy on the depth chart, but last year he was number one. He was number one. As a true freshman, nonetheless. The effort, too. You know what else I liked, you guys? I mean, we're talking about pound the ball. 51 attempts. 51 attempts. Now, our average wasn't all the best, but they showed you they were committed to saying, you know what? We're just going to pound the pill. You know what you need to do to win the game, and you, you go out and you don't shy away from it even when it doesn't work. Absolutely. Absolutely. Folks, we're going to pay some bills. Run on the drive with AD and Raf on 937 a ticket. This is a 30 second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title Project Planning Homeowner 101. 
So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops.